Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Murph's Boston Sports Talk. I am your host, James Murphy, a.k.a. Murph, and thank you so much for joining me for episode number 83. We are inching closer and closer to 100. It just seems like time absolutely flies by. It honestly feels like yesterday when I first started this podcast. 83 is not really a milestone. I guess it's just a good number in football if you're a wide receiver, but I don't know. I, I feel like ever since, like, you know... 50 hit and then 60 and then 70 and I don't know anyways how are you doing today hopefully you were able to uh, survive Hurricane Henry and not get hit all too bad from said hurricane here in the Rhode Island Providence County area it wasn't really that bad there was some rain as expected and there was a little bit of wind which was not as expected we really expected more like 50 60 70 miles an hour of wind and it was just some strong gusts and some rain. It really wasn't all that bad over here. So, ho- thankfully, we uh, kind of got by with a, you know, a walk, right? Instead of striking out. See what I do with that baseball terminology? You like that? <laughs> but speaking of baseball, I know what happened today for the Red Sox, and I am not going to do it. I absolutely refuse to do it. Not doing it. Not going to do it. I don't care if the mayor of Ding Dong City did it. Nope, not doing it. Nope, nope, nope. I refuse to do it because it's against a team they should be freaking beating. That's it. I'm done talking about them. All right. Anyways, hopefully you had a fantastic weekend and got through the hurricane. Like I mentioned, hopefully you have a great week planned ahead of you. Tons of stuff going on over here at the shop. Let me kind of brush up real quick just in case you may have forgot Pre-orders for the t-shirts are due on Wednesday, August 25th at midnight. Obviously, once the shop opens and the shirts are in stock, you can walk in and buy shirts if you wish. However, if you want to get yourself a guaranteed shirt, make sure you hit the pre-order. You can get a red Murph's Cartown and Sports Shop shirt in size large, medium, large, and I believe I'm sold out in extra large. Or you get a Murph's Boston Sports Talk t-shirt with are in full sizes right now small medium large and extra large as well each shirt is $25 a pop with free shipping anywhere in the United States of America 
all you gotta do is Venmo, Cash App, or hell, if you wanna just give me cold hard cash, that works too. But the Venmo and the Cash App handles are at Murph's Cartown. Pretty straightforward if you ask me. I was pretty lucky to be able to get that name for all of my social media accounts, not just the e-currency ones. So yes, the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the YouTube, Murph's Cartown. And I guess to be more specific for YouTube, it's Murph's Cartown and Sports Shop. Very lucky to get that. So just make sure you are aware of the new social media handle. If you want to reach out to me via social media or down in the comments section below if you are watching on YouTube. However, we do have a ton of Patriots stuff to discuss. And I want to talk about them first. And then at the end of this episode, I kind of want to leave you with a snippet from an interview that I was able to do with the podcast and the channel favorite, Kim. We both sat down and she asked me a series of questions as the shop is about to open in a mere couple of days. The sneak peek meet and greet is going to be on Wednesday, August 25th at 6 p.m. Everyone and anyone is welcome to come on in, say hi, let me thank you for the support and show you around the shop before grand opening, which is the following day, August 26th at 12 p.m. noon. Everybody that walks in for the sneak peek meet and greet, <clears throat> excuse me, will get one free raffle ticket, and those raffle tickets are good towards one of three prizes. So basically, there's going to be a bowl, a dish, and you can buy the tickets during you know the course of the month, or if you buy something for that's at least $25, or your purchase is at least $25, you also get free tickets that way. However, you can purchase the tickets, or if you just come to the sneak peek, meet and greet, you'll be able to get a free ticket upon entry. And like I said, all the tickets will go into this bowl. I will pick out the raffle winner, and whoever's first will get their choice of one of three prizes. Second name I pull out will get the choice of the two remaining prizes, and the third name that I pull out will get the last remaining prize. The three prizes on the table are a mystery signed Patriots jersey, framed in everything, and you will also get a sports card of that player as well, just as a little throw-in. Second one is a 2021 Chronicles draft pick blaster box, and the third one is a free t-shirt of your choice, whether it's the card shop or the podcast. So definitely come on by, whether it's during uh, business hours for raffle tickets or if you want to come by for the sneak peek meet and greet. Would absolutely love to have you. Again, the grand opening is on the 26th, which is this Thursday, literally this freaking Thursday at 12 noon. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to flip on that open sign, turn that close sign to open, and welcome customers for business. Nerve-wracking, anxious, humble, blessed, and excited all in the same breath. Anyways, that is going to do it for plugging the, the shop and the podcast and all that good stuff. That snippet of the interview, I will leave for the end of the podcast so I can talk about the juice of this episode, which is the New England Patriots, of course, as we take a look ahead before their last and final preseason game against the New York Giants. And one major headline that we need to talk about is clearly Cam Newton. There has apparently been a misunderstanding over COVID-19 testing away from facility to keep New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton out until Thursday. 
This is an article on ESPN from Mike Reese, an ESPN staff writer for the New England Patriots. And this article really goes in depth into the situation a little bit. And I just really want to break this down because with Cam Newton out until Thursday, it actually doesn't even matter how long he's out till. If he was leading the quarterback position between him and Mac Jones, then this is a huge, huge hit to Cam Newton and his chances to be the starting quarterback. And this is an excellent opportunity for Mac Jones to hammer home his uh, his running to be the quarterback, the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. It is only a matter of time until Bill Belichick truly decides on who the quarterback is going to be. With Mac Jones now going to be able to get full reps with the first string, with the, uh, the one offense, the starters, however you want to call it, and not splitting time with Cam Newton or stuck with the second unit, Mac Jones will be able to really thrive and shine because Cam Newton is out until Thursday. So let's let's talk about the article. Uh, Mike Reese, New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton will remain away from the team until Thursday due to a, quote, misunderstanding on COVID-19 tests, quote, conducted away from NFL facilities, the club announced Monday. Newton's absence comes after he traveled to a Patriots-approved medical appointment that required him to leave the New England region, according to the team's statement. Quote, he received daily COVID tests, which were all negative due to a misunderstanding about tests conducted away from NFL facilities and as required by the NFL-NFLPA protocols. Cam will be subject to a five-day entry cadence process before returning to the facilities. The, st- the statement read, excuse me. That's already a little confusing, so I can already understand the misunderstanding that's kind of there. Why does he need to leave New England for this uh, team-approved medical appointment? Why can't they just have it uh, in the region, Boston, camp? I, I don't know. According to the NFL, NFLPA protocols, Tier 1 and Tier 2 individuals, including all players, are exempt from daily testing and allowed to travel if they have received the COVID-19 vaccine. Newton will continue participating virtually in team activities but will miss practice Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The Wednesday practice is the first of two with the New York Giants in Foxborough. In Newton's absence, first-round pick Mac Jones moves up the depth chart, followed by veteran Brian Hoyer. Coach Bill Belichick said earlier Monday that Newton is the starting quarterback, but like players at any position, he still has to reestablish that standing throughout the preseason. Belichick said there could be a change at any position if someone performs better than the starter or the starter isn't available. So there's a little bit more left to the article, but I just want to pause right there because I don't want to jump too far ahead and not reflect on what I said. Him not being there Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, big deal, really big deal, especially that Wednesday practice, the first of two with the New York Giants in town for a joint practice. It is Mac Jones' time to shine. I alluded to it. I really think this is his opportunity. I think he shined greatly through the first two preseason games, reports I've heard in training camp, and the buzz around the New England Patriots preseason training camp, whatever you want to call it. But the fact that he's going to be able to take first-string reps against the New York Giants' first-string defense or the starters on defense and kind of work through those nuances of joint practices, 
This is exactly what he wants. This is exactly what Mac Jones wants and needs. I know Mac Jones probably wants to be the starting quarterback. He probably doesn't want to sit this year or sit at all to begin with. He's going to do everything he can to show out. And honestly, I think he will. I've been a huge Mac Jones fan. I've wanted Mac Jones to be the starting quarterback for a long time. You know that. Ever since we ever since we drafted him, Mac Jones quarterback. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. He's the uh, best NFL-ready quarterback out of the five. Mac Jones, starter. Mac Jones. And then Bill Belichick keeps hammering. Cam's a starter. Cam's a starter. Cam's a starter. And I forget. I think it was, I don't know if it was Friday or Monday. I reflected on that and that Cam Newton may be the starting quarterback on the depth chart. But that doesn't mean he's going to be the starter come week one. And this is Mac Jones' perfect opportunity to do so while Cam Newton is blowing his chance to do so, missing Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday's practices. I don't really care the nuances of the COVID vaccine and Cam Newton and if he's vaccinated or not. I know that's a big question going around. People don't think he's vaccinated I don't really care if he is or isn't. It is his choice if he wants to or doesn't want to. I just think that if Cam Newton isn't, what's the word, uh, reprimanded per se, it sounds childish, but picture this. Picture Jared Stidham doing this or a fringe bubble roster player, right? Maybe like, you know, the 54th or the 55th guy on the roster, right? And this happens to them and they have to miss three days of practice. They're probably going to get cut, especially a guy like Jared Stidham, who's obviously he's injured right now, but he would be fighting for his job, obviously, with Cam, Mack, and Brian Hoyer in the picture. And if that happened to him, he'd be cut immediately. But since it's Cam Newton, and for some odd reason, Bill Belichick loves this guy, and he's hanging on to him because he talks good about him and the team, I, I guess. I mean, his play hasn't performed, and he hasn't shown us anything that he's a a viable starting quarterback. It's just, if Cam Newton isn't reprimanded properly, then Bill Belichick is going to be clearly playing favorites. I mean, he let the greatest quarterback of all time walk away. He is holding out, uh, Stephon, paying Stephon Gilmore you know, his money. Or, I, I don't want to say his money, but giving him a pay increase, put it that way. He sat Malcolm Butler in Super Bowl 52 for a reason we still don't know and probably never will unless we ask Malcolm, if he even knows, right? Uh, Logan Mankins sat out 10 weeks and then Belichick finally caved in. But, you know, at first, he wasn't like, I'm not going to pay you, I'm not going to pay you. So Bill Belichick, it's either Bill Belichick's way or the highway. And it's like, if you don't stick up, and do what you've done for years with players. And do it to Cam Newton. Then you're clearly playing favorites. You didn't play favorites for Malcolm Butler. You haven't played favorites for Stephon Gilmore or Tom Brady. The three most recent examples here. So I think that Cam Newton should take second string reps on Thursday when he returns. See how those last few days of practice goes. And then probably shouldn't start on Sunday, game three of the preseason against the New York Giants. My personal opinion, imagine something like this. Imagine if you, you know, say high school, right? You miss practice, you know, for whatever reason, or you miss a game. 
well, you're going to be sitting out the next game, right? That's usually kind of how it goes unless you're like one of the top, 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 top players on your team. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Then you don't get to play or you'll like sit half the game, right? Well, if Cam Newton doesn't sit or take a back seat, then there's a hint, hint, wink, wink favoritism going on with Bill Belichick. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that just because it's Cam Newton. It could literally be Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham that's taking the one reps. It's just you have to be consistent with how you run a team and how you operate things in the locker room within the team. Uh, let's get back to the article here. Uh, Coach Bill, I already said that. Newton has taken number one reps throughout training camp until Monday. He started both preseason game and 12 of 16 passing for 152 yards with one touchdown and no interceptions. He has played a total of 29 snaps. Jones, Mac Jones, has been the number two quarterback coming in behind Cam Newton at practice. And in the first two preseason games, he is 26 of 38 for 233 yards with no touchdowns and interceptions. Over two preseason games, he has played 77 total snaps. Earlier in training camp, when Newton was asked if he was vaccinated, he declined to comment, saying it was a personal matter, which is true. I feel like asking someone if they're vaccinated isn't uh, appropriate, but I'm not going down that road. That's none of my business. I don't care if you are or you aren't. Veteran safety Devin McCourty, a longtime Patriots captain who filmed a public service announcement about vaccinations with fellow captain Matthew Slater, was asked about Monday, asked about that Monday as it relates to Newton's status. Quote, I think I've said it to a lot of guys and the little video me and Slate did. Vaccinations is a personal decision. That's up to each individual, he said. Quote, and as far as how the team views that and how we go forward, that's a Bill Belichick question. I feel like he would tee that up and knock that out of the park. So I'm going to leave that for Bill and let him handle that end quote. Well, we know Bill Belichick ain't going to handle that question. He's going to be like... Oh, well, I don't know. You have to ask the player. Ah, vaccines, they're, they're important. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's got to stop the spread of COVID so he can go back to just playing football and operating things. Yeah, we're, we're just on to the New York Giants. Like, that's literally, what he, that's literally what he would do if you asked him that question, right? I don't know how good my impersonation was, but I think you kind of get the point, right? So... That's my little snippet of Cam Newton and the little situation that has risen. Huge opportunity for Mac Jones to take advantage of Cam Newton's absence because the way things are looking, it kind of looks like Cam Newton will be the starting quarterback, bearing an injury, bearing you know a, a COVID uh, absence in this case, kind of that is, or if he's just simply benched, right? But that doesn't seem like it's going to be a viable option. So. Let's look ahead to the New York Giants versus New England Patriots preseason game number three that is going to be taking place Sunday, August 29th at 6 p.m. What do we have to look forward to? Well, I w- this is my the I'm gonna have five five things I'm looking for because it's the last preseason game. We don't have a fourth one, and there's still a lot of uncertainties, a lot of questions on this team. So I want to hammer home five of them, and there's gonna be one, maybe two repeats on here, but these are just questions that have been circulating throughout the entirety of the preseason, so it's kind of dumb to just cross it off when the decision hasn't been made yet. And that's obviously, obviously, the quarterback position 
battle between Cam Newton and Mac Jones. What is going to be done there? With Cam Newton missing three days, and I don't know how the preseason game is going to unfold with Mac Jones and Cam Newton being quarterbacks. The consistency for Mac Jones has been really reassuring thus far in the preseason. 13-19 and 19 for both games. 87 yards, I believe, in the first game. 146 in the second game. So the playbook's opening up, throwing the ball further down the field, taking more chances, moving the ball a lot better. I really like what I'm seeing from Mac Jones. And all due respect, Cam Newton did have a good game as well. But on the other side of things, a lot of his completions were checkdowns to James White, you know, some screen passes, you know, a little five-yard curls and whatnot. Either way, it's going to be a massive game. And Bill Belichick still might not even know who his quarterback is. I mean, we really have to take that into consideration as much as he's been saying Cam Newton is the starting quarterback. However, if Bill Belichick wants to win football games, he needs to make this decision in the best interest for the team and leave any personal feelings out of it. At any point when Tom Brady was on the roster and Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett, or uh, Brian Hoyer when he was here before, Ryan Mallett, Matt Castle, whoever, when Tom Brady wasn't playing his absolute best and a decision at quarterback needed to be made, I would like to think that that decision would have been made. It's just none of those guys were as good or remotely close to Tom Brady, so there's no need to have that conversation. But when you have two guys in Mac Jones and Cam Noon that are both putting up good stat lines, showing you a lot of good things, and showing you a lot of things that still need improvement in all due respect, you really got to sit down and be like, who's the best player for this team? Because when... Belichick and the coaching staff and all the decision makers for the 53-man roster do this after the preseason game on Sunday. I don't know when rosters are due. Probably Monday, I would think. Actually, with the, oh, since there's only three games, it might be extended. I'm not sure. Whenever the date is, they're going to look at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and all the positions. And they're going to look and be like, all right, we've got J.J. Taylor, Ramondre Stevenson, Sonny Michelle, Damian Harris, James White. What guys do we want to keep? You know, they're going to be like, all right, James White, all right, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, and, and whatever. You know, J.J. Taylor and Sony Michelle, I'm guessing, are the bubble players for that position. But I'm getting too far ahead. You, you understand what I'm saying, right? When they sit down and look at the quarterback position, who's the best one? I just hope that decision, whatever it is, whether it's Cam Newton or Mac Jones, I just hope that decision is made in the utmost honesty truthfulness and in the best interest for the team because that player Mac Jones of Cam Newton earned it deserve it and worked their ass off for it and it's just not given to Cam Newton because well he's the starting quarterback right you know what I'm saying you know we're gonna it's gonna be the same questions at wide receiver we got Gunnar Osleski, Jacoby Myers, Christian Wilkerson, Kendrick Bourne, Akil Harry I mean there's questions to be had all across the board at basically every position so it's going to be interesting how to see the roster unfolds. Actually, let me look it up right now. Um, let's see. 53-man roster deadline. When's this deadline due? Uh, when is it? The final roster cut deadline will occur at 4 p.m. Eastern time on August 31st. So that was that Sunday? 
Is that like next Sunday? When is that? That's next Tuesday. So there's going to be plenty of time between this episode and that day. There'll be Friday's, Monday's episode as well. And I'll probably really dive more into it on Friday and then really dive more into it on Monday as well. But number one, the first thing I'm looking forward in this final preseason game against the Giants is obviously the quarterback battle between Mac Jones and Cam Newton as it's been the other two weeks. Number two, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but the running back position battle, right? You have Ramondre Stevenson really balling out, fourth-round pick, showing you know that he's got a lot of speed, size, strength, and quickness for a big running back. Damian Harris, Sonny Michelle, J.J. Taylor, James White. There's some rumors on the street that James White could get cut this uh, preseason, and I think that would be the dumbest freaking decision ever. I know he has a one-year cheap contract because he had a down season last year, but everyone had a down season last year. Look who the quarterback was. If you cut James White, that'd be the dumbest decision. He's one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player on the Patriots. And it'd be the absolute stupidest decision to cut him because you have a guy in Sony Michelle who probably has a really good trade value, I would like to think. And you should just move on from him because with you know what Sony Michelle gives you is nothing fancy. And you can get that in a younger Damian Harris and a younger Ramondre Stevenson, right? J.J. Taylor can be your quick, shifty running back, your Deion Lewis-esque. Damian Harris can kind of be your, your I don't want to say your two-way because he's not really a pass catcher. Ramondre Stevenson, big body, and then James White will be your receiving running back. I just don't really see the need to keep Sony Michelle on this roster. I think you can go out there and make a trade, maybe bring in a guy that can actually fill a need for you on this roster if you think you still have one and can solve that um, from the other 31 teams or trade him for future draft picks. Honestly, I just, it's not that I don't like Sony Michelle. It's just, I think there's no space in this roster for him with everything considered. And I think you can actually strike a good deal. So, but anyways, the running back battle is something I'm looking forward to. JJ Taylor, Ramondre Stevenson, and Sony Michelle, they're really going to duke it out. I honestly feel like there's only two spots available for those three guys. Obviously, Taylor and Ramondre Stevenson go on the practice squad. But Taylor was on there last year, and he's actually re- performing very well. So if he is on the practice squad, I think he will be scooped up by a team. And Ramondre Stevenson, obviously playing super well, being a fourth-round pick this past year. If he goes on there, he's 100% going to be snagged from another team. Hence why Sony Michelle kind of feels like the odd guy out here. Uh, let's see, what else am I looking for? The D-line. I know the D-line's been very revamped, but I still, and it's exceptional. It has great players on it. Oh, great, good players, whatever. But I still want to see how it looks, right? I want to see starters actually playing a little bit together, making more stops and really impacting the game. I want to see some more cohesion with that, with the D-line group, because the secondary, secondary is solid. You know, you got, I don't expect Gilmore to play, but you still have Gilmore, you still have Jackson, Jonathan Jones. I still think the Patriots are looking for that third cornerback because Jones is more of a slot corner, so he's kind of in his own little, own little world, his own little bubble. Is that where Jalen Mills comes into play? What about Joan Williams? I know these are secondary guys, so I guess let me get back to the D-line. <laughs> but like a guy like Nick Thurman, Akeem Spencer, um, let's see, what, what was it? Carl Davis. I like these guys are bubble guys, so I, I'm really interested to see you know how they perform, 
how you know how they get mixed in whether you know will they see a little starter time just to kind of really get them against you know the first string offense because you know if they were to make the team they would obviously you know probably be playing against starters right Christian Barmore I want to see more of him you know he's a really good guy uh, really good D lineman second round pick for the Patriots out of Alabama absolute stud monster I want to see more of him let him really attack and just you know feast in that um, you know kind of really break down the pocket break down the line of scrimmage just feast in the trenches against O-linemen he reminds me a lot of Vince Wilfork obviously not as big but he just reminds me he just you know pounces off the line he takes on double teams really reminds me of um, Vince Wilfork so I did allude to my third point and that is the third cornerback so specific yes Stephon Gilmore, J.C. Jackson are your one and two. Jonathan Jones is your slot cornerback. He'll never be on the outside. He'll be guarding, guarding the slot wide receiver, whoever that may be for the other team. Then you need a technically a third guy. Now, is that Jalen Mills? What about Jawan Williams, who you spent a second-round pick on last year? There's some uh, some rumors that it could be a bubble year for him, which it might be, but I, I mentioned a thousand times. It would be dumb to get rid of him because look at your cornerback situation come the end of this year, Jackson and Gilmore will both be gone. So have someone there to kind of keep that uh, that chemistry, that cohesion, some secondary, well, Patriots secondary knowledge and experience. I think Joe Joanne Williams would be a good fit for that role. Cutting him would be dumb. Obviously, you're not going to release Jalen Mills, who you just brought in. So one of those two guys will probably be the third cornerback. But I want to see someone out of those two really show out and show me that, hey, I want to be that guy. You know, I don't want to be the third string. I want to be the first string cornerback. I want to be the guy guarding the best wide receiver, not just the guy on the bench who's subbing in and out for when the starters need a break. So I'm looking forward to that and seeing who kind of performs between Jalen Mills, like I mentioned. Uh, where's his name? Where's his name? Joan Williams. I know Michael Jackson Jr. Uh, I believe still on this roster. Uh, yeah, Michael Jackson's still there. Uh, what's his name? Miles Bryant, I believe, is still still on this team. So who's going to show up? Who's going to perform? Who wants to be on this team? Quinn Norton sucked last week. We still have kicker issues, clearly. Nick Folk is injured. Quinn Norton, is he going to make the team? Is then And then when Folk comes back, will he go to the practice squad? Will they just get rid of him altogether and bring in a guy from the streets and a veteran like they did with Nick Folk a couple years ago? Who knows? But the kicker situation needs to be figured out. I'm sick and tired of missing PATs. I'm sick and tired of missing, I don't want to say chip shots, but like 35, 40-yard field goals. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Quentin Orton had a really good game the first preseason game against the Eagles. I'm sorry, not against the Eagles. I'm sorry, the Washington football team. The second game, not good against the Eagles. So I want to see how he bounces back. This game will be at home, so he'll be a little bit more comfortable because I mentioned on Friday, it's like, oh, he did good you know, at home, and then you know, on the road he sucked, and it shows that he can't play in a hostile environment. So just the kicking game, honestly. I know it feels like Quinn Norton will make the roster if Nick Folk is unhealthy or injured to go, and then once he comes back, Quinn Norton will probably go down to the practice squad, which I am guessing. But between then and uh, now and then, we need someone to kick some freaking field goals. (laughs) Seriously. So that's my uh, fourth thing to look forward to. 
uh, look forward for. And then the fifth one, tempo. And what I mean by tempo is how the Patriots offense controls the game, fast pace, slow it down, run game, pass and, passing attack. Just see how, whether it's Cam Newton, Mac Jones, Brian Hoyer, whoever's in there, how they command the tempo and command the offense, pushing the ball down the field. And then on the flip side of things, for the same tempo point, the defense. How does the defense react to the Giants and how they want to have their tempo? You know, Will the defense be able to keep up with a hurry-up offense? Will they be able to slow down the running attack? How about you know the receivers on the outside? They got a couple you know decent guys. The Giants, Galladay, um, Darius Slayton. Oh, who's the other guy? Um, oh my God, he. Um, oh my God, I, I, I can't think of his name. What's his name? Let me look it up. Sterling Shepard. There we go. I knew it started with an S. I knew it started with an S. Oh, and then Kadarius Tooney. I forgot about him. They just drafted. So they got some nice weapons on the outside. The Giants do. So how do, kind of going back to my third cornerback point, but just sticking with the tempo, you know, the Giants want to open up the playbook and throw a lot of passes. How's the defense going to react to that? So tempo, both sides of the ball, two big takeaways, you know, two big points within one point that I am definitely looking forward to in this game number three preseason game against the New York Giants. So to wrap thing, uh, just to kind of recap really quickly, number one, quarterback. Quarterback battle between Mac Jones and Cam Newton. Duh. Number two, the running uh, the running back position battle. J.J. Taylor, Ramondre Stevenson, Sony Michelle. Who's going to edge it out for that third, fourth running back spot? on the Patriots roster. Number three, the D-line. I'm looking forward to see how that D-line can control the trenches, really impact both the running game and the passing game for the Giants offense. Number four, cornerback, specifically the third cornerback. I want to see whoever it is, I don't care who it is, really show out and be like, I am the guy, I can be trusted. If something happens, sub, injury, whatever, I can go out there and lock down this player for the other team in a passing attack game where the NFL is such a passing league. Now having three, four corners is kind of mandatory at this point, because you look across the league, a lot of teams have three really good to great wide receivers on their roster. So you're going to have to combat that with a good secondary specifically at the cornerback position. And then number four, right? Running game D line. Oh, did I give you six? I gave you six points, didn't I? Huh. I gave you six points because uh, number five or maybe, yeah, number five was the kicking game and then number six was tempo. So quarterback battle being number one, uh, running back position battle being number two, number three is the D-line, number four is the third cornerback, number five is the kicking game, and I guess a bonus one was the tempo, number six. Wow. It's been a long day here at the shop. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's been a really long day, long couple days. I'm busting my ass doing everything I can to get the shop up and ready to go for you guys for the sneak peek. And then, of course, on opening day as well. It's not easy. It's uh, it's kind of hard in a, in a breath, but I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. And I would want it no other way. I really hope that you guys can come down and see the shop. It doesn't have to be on one of those two days, but obviously one of those two days would be much appreciated. But at some point, it'd be really appreciated if you can come down and visit, 
shop, browse around, have a conversation, whatever it may be. So I'm going to plug in a snippet of my interview that I had with Kim after the outro to this episode. So definitely stay tuned for after the outro for that. But folks, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining me today on episode number 83 from Murph's Boston Sports Talk. I really appreciate you downloading, listening, and of course, enjoying this podcast. You can reach out to me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Murph's Card Town. That's at Murph's Card Town. That is where you can reach me on social media. And then, of course, on YouTube, at Murph's Card Town and Sports Shop. You can find me there as well, where this podcast vlogs, gameplay, this and that will all be uploaded. And speaking of uploading to YouTube, if you liked this video and you're listening on YouTube, please make sure you smash that thumbs up, comment down below any thoughts, opinions that you may have about the topics we discussed today in today's episode. And also, please hit that giant red subscribe button if you are new or haven't considered subscribing yet to the channel, as I would greatly appreciate that as well. Folks, thank you so much for joining me. The next time I talk to you will be on Friday. We won't have a game to break down, but I still want to dive more and more into the Patriots uh, preseason where they're practicing against the New York Giants, the situation with Cam Newton, Mac Jones, of course, and just about everything else that we can talk about as the preseason does wind down. So that's going to do it for me on today's episode. And also, the next time I talk to you guys, the shop will be open. Yeah, the shop will be open the next time I talk to you guys. That's kind of stressful. But you know what? Like I said, stress, nerves, anxious, excited, humble, happiness, all the good feelings and emotions. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for downloading, listening, and enjoying. And I will catch you in the next one. But between now and then, you know that I love you. Stay dry. Stay cool because it's still kind of humid. Enjoy the inter- – it's just a small segment of the interview. It's going to be like a couple questions from the interview that I had with Kim. Let me know what you think of that because I really enjoyed that and it was awesome to just sit down and talk about it. And you'll be able to catch the full interview on my YouTube channel in just a couple of days. I want to post it tomorrow, Tuesday, so stay on the lookout for that. <laughs> All right now, let me get out of here. I'll catch you in the next one. But between now and then, you know that I love you and you know that I will always – Always see ya. Are you going to have Super Bowl parties here? I do want to have Super Bowl parties. The restaurant next door, Bar 101, is a very popular sport place. So it will be a little bit of competition there. However, being a sports card shop, I believe that kind of uh, attracts its own traffic per se, you know, maybe someone doesn't want to be in that crowd or drink or whatever, they just want to come here and just, you know, watch the game, have fun, place a little bit of betting. (laughs) Um, But I definitely want to have Super Bowl parties, you know, it could be World Series Game 7, Stanley Cup Game 7 watch parties, any big game, all-star games. So I definitely don't want to just be Super Bowl, but I think come the Super Bowl in February might be a good place to start, maybe. What makes you different from other card shops? Oh, that's so easy. There's two major things that makes me different from other card shops. One is there's space to sit down, go through cards, you know, buy a box of cards, you know, rip it, you know, sitting at a table or something. 
which a lot of places don't have it. There's a lot of card shops, not just in Rhode Island, but you know, Massachusetts, you know, Connecticut, wherever. You walk into the card shop, you buy the cards and you leave. There's no, there's no fun in that. You know, you kind of want to be there in an environment, be comfortable, have fun. And that is one of my focal points of this place, Mars Card Town Sports Shop, is to be a place where you can buy cards, you can, you know, open cards, you can go through cards, all in the same place. And then the second one is my social media presence, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, I have a podcast. A lot of these other card shops don't have that for whatever reason, because I think, you know, 21st century social media is a great, great way to get attention and get, you know, your name out there. So having the podcast, having the YouTube channel, social media accounts is something that's really going to separate me. How did you start the podcast? How did I start the podcast? That was something that was, I don't want to say it was impulsive because there was its own planning method behind it, but I feel like that happened so fast. You know, it took me a, over a year to plan the card shop from business plan, doing research and stuff like that. And then with the podcast, I did my own research and stuff, but it's like, you go buy a mic, you have a computer, recording software, and you're good to go. I basically started the podcast with it being a segue into the card shop. I wanted, before I started the card shop, I wanted something to kind of preface. And I think the podcast is the perfect segue because I wasn't in a position to open the card shop just yet because I was still finishing my master's degree. So being able to have a podcast that I was recording Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at the time was a really good, you know, foundational starting ground. And then, you know, slowly, slowly build up, talk about the card shop a little bit. So starting the podcast way back in January of 2021. Yeah, 2021. It feels like it was yesterday, but it also feels like it was forever ago that I started it. But it definitely happened a lot quicker than the card shop. How are you going to tie in the podcast with the shop? Oh. So I, so ways I'm going to try to tie in the podcast to the shop or shop to the podcast is kind of talk about it on, at least talk about the card shop on the podcast. Hey, this happened at the shop today. Oh, someone opened this, you know, box of cards and they were able to pull, you know, a Trevor Lawrence rookie card or, Tom Brady rookie card and it's like oh whoa it's crazy and then in the shop I kind of want to have maybe like uh, I don't want to say a billboard but like you know kind of like a picture of maybe like the podcast logo and just like a little advertisement just to kind of you know get the name out there because not a lot of people listen to podcasts you know they like their music maybe their radio uh, you know their talk shows and I kind of want to hey you know you're in the card shop you're interested or looking for something to listen to here's my podcast, which I also do. So I could definitely want to have them both go hand in hand once the card shop opens up. I don't want it to be one or the other. What did you do to learn about the business life? So my, what I had to do to learn about this business life and the background I had, I kind of alluded to it, alluded to it earlier, it was my dad was a convenience store owner. And no matter what business you own, there's a lot of the same fundamentals, a lot of the same principles that goes into no matter what business, card shop, you know, salon, restaurant, nail place, doesn't matter. And I think I was really able to learn a lot from him 
because he was able to kind of teach me the ropes of, hey, if you want to, you know, own your own place, you're going to have to work long hours. You're going to have to make sacrifices, do this and do that. I hope you're ready to sign up for it. So having that mindset going into the initial research part of it was definitely something I'm glad I already knew instead of having to find that out a month into the shop. Really, it came down to just doing my research to make sure that this was the right plan. And if it wasn't for Google, YouTube, hearing about other people opening their own business or their own card shop, I don't think I would have been able to make the best decision possible, along with the support from my fiance or wife, depending when you're listening to this, Kim, where she was able to kind of talk me, you know, whether it was talk me into it, talk me down from something, and just really, you know, just be an ear to listen. A big plan of mine to get the word out there is social media, word of mouth, like I mentioned, whether it's the podcast, you know, YouTube videos, going out and about and handing people business cards, leaving business cards behind, the restaurant next door, Bar 101, they said I can leave business cards there, which is, you know, super awesome. Actually, I was at the mall today, I, you know, I walked around the place and I left business cards here and there and all around the place just to kind of subtly get word out to you know people that may not know about it you know because they may not follow you know Merck's Car Town Sports Shop on social media not yet so it's definitely going to be a tough process that I'm still going through and I think even when the shop opens it's something I will always be going through because I may get customers coming in the door but there's still people out there that may not know that this place exists so I want to try to get as many different populations as I can. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.